What's up, everybody? Welcome into A to Z Sports Picks. Brad and I are going to have a great show for you this special Friday edition here and get you all set up for the betting weekend. Brian, my man, first up, it's good to see you. Fresh and early, 8 a.m. How are we doing? This is the first time we've uh, done one of these in the early a.m. I'm doing well, man. Happy uh, belated Thanksgiving to you and all our listeners. I'm just sitting here just trying to figure out why the hell Lane Kiffin used his timeouts before that two-point conversion. Two of them. Not two. Yeah. Not just oh, one, but two. I was watching your Twitter last night, man. <laughs> you, as soon as you started going on the first one, which you were correct, I started laughing because the second one came. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. I can't wait to see it. Right, so right. right. <laughs> Unbelievable. It, Everybody, welcome in. A to Z Sports Picks. I'm Alan Bell, CBS Sportsline, alongside Brian Edwards of VegasInsider.com. A to Z Sports Picks is brought to you every Friday by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Uh, use bet, uh, use bet. Bet MGM promo code A to Z Sports. I can't speak this morning. That's A to Z Sports, A T O Z Sports, to get a risk free bet of up to $1,000 on pro football. That is Bet MGM, the king of sports books. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in the state of Tennessee for gambling problem support. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889 9789. So we are coming to you early, live, Friday morning because. Right, we got college football all over the board today, tomorrow. It is rivalry week, okay? So I want to start right there, and I'm going to throw it to you. Cross the board, Friday games, Saturday games, you name it. Give me your best bets. What do you got? All right, let's uh, – I'm going to go – in all sorts of orders here. Uh, let me, I'm going to give you what my favorite I thought is. you are going to like read off like first one is like a, a CFL pick. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just like, I'm going to start with a Saturday one, but then I may uh, hit rewind and go back to today, which is Friday. Well, you got to right, play so. the Egg Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, okay, Kentucky, minus three, at least at last look at home to Louisville. I know Louisville's playing pretty good, and Kentucky is, you know, kind of in the middle of a, a pretty disappointing uh, season for them. And, hey, if they win today, they're 7-5. Seven 7-5 and five. Seven and five at Kentucky five years ago would have been pretty good, but Mark Stoops has done a, a heck of a job. So I do some radio in Louisville, and my guys up there, they tell me – uh, Malik Cunningham is very unlikely to play. Now, I know he didn't play last week, and they still beat NC State by double digits, but that was at home. We we know how since Devin Leary went down, NC State has been a struggle for them offensively. And Louisville didn't win because of the backup QB, Brock Doman. He only had 12 of 25 completions, uh, or 12 completions of 25 attempts, 153 yards, no touchdowns, but no interceptions either. So he, he's not beating them, but, you know, he just doesn't give them what Cunningham uh, does. But more than anything, really, is just Kentucky's dominated this rivalry lately. They've won the last three games, 52-21, 45-13, and 56-10. And keep in mind that two of those games were at – uh, Louisville, what they used to call Papa John Stadium. So give me uh, Kentucky. Let's go today. What do they call it now? I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I saw a picture of him. Not to interrupt on something. No, dumb. you're fine. I saw, I saw a picture of him. He, uh, Papa John. He he's got himself sleeve tattoos. Like he's he's different. Keep going. Sorry. That had no, you're fine. Anything. But yeah, it's now he, it's wild. now called it's now called Cardinal Stadium. So. I guess they, so they have, have no sponsor. sponsor. That's what you're they're not. They're not making as much money. They're as paying they the bills on it. All right, keep going. All right. Um, I got Eastern Michigan plus two. It was pick them late last night. No problem. I wasn't taking it plus two because I thought they would lose by one or two. 
Okay, so Eastern Michigan, seven and four straight up, five, five and one against the spread, but they've won three of its last four. They're three, oh, and one against the spread during those four. And the only loss was Toledo by three, and they led or were tied the first 57 minutes and 51 seconds. Toledo got a touchdown uh, with 209 left. Um, Central Michigan, Jim McElwain, the Swamp Donkey, struggling this year, four and seven straight up, four, six and one against the spread. And Eastern Michigan, eight, four and one against the spread. The last 13 is a home dog, which I wrote that in my write up when they were plus two. That's irrelevant now that it's pick them, but I still like them uh, to win uh, outright. I'm also going to go with LSU. Now, I know it's a bit of a look ahead scenario, obviously, with Georgia and the SEC game on deck. However, um, I think they're, you know, number five in the CFP, you know, they just know they got to take care of business in their two games and they're going to be in the playoff. And uh, so I, I think, think not to interrupt you, I think they've covered what, 11 straight in the games? rivalry. Yep. They're nine and two straight up and 11-0 against the spread in the last, you know, ever since A&M came into the uh, SEC in 2012. So, uh, well, actually, it might have been one meeting prior to A&M coming in, but same difference. Um, so anyhow, um, I just don't, I think their, their CFP status negates the look ahead. They know they got to win and they're playing really well. I know they didn't play great at Arkansas, but they got the win and it was, you know, a vintage look, uh, vintage flat letdown scenario after the Alabama win uh, in overtime. And look, we don't need to say anything about Texas A&M other than they suck and they quit on Jimbo Fisher more than a month ago, maybe almost two months ago. They're about to have massive defections in the portal. We got the QB advantage, head coaching advantage. We got to win by 10, and that might be a push for some. I got nine and a half, but I'm fine with it at 10. If it's 10 and a half later, by the half point to 10, key number. Uh, I like LSU. So those are my three favorites in college. Um, there you go. Nice. All right. So, okay, a question. And I'm not on the opposite side of you. But, it, like, if Malik Cunningham does play for Louisville, which it, it, it's not official yet, right? No, no, no. Oh, he's listed as day-to-day. Yeah, okay. nothing's official yet. Nothing's yeah. official. If he plays... I think that they trounce Kentucky, but if he doesn't, like I'm, I'm not making any bet on it whatsoever. I'm, I'm saying I'm fascinated at that, at that game because it could go in so many different ways, right? I, I mean, I agree that it's yeah. Cunningham is, uh, to me, uh, at least a four and a half point difference, maybe yeah. more. I haven't really seen Doman play. I've just looked at his box score. No, right. no, it, I, it, and I'm, I'm with you. Like, it, not disagreeing at all. Like, y- what you just said is kind of what I'm saying. Like, if he plays, he's worth that amount of points. It would be a complete swing. It'd be fascinating. All right, so what I've got here, uh, let's take a look here. I've got a couple plays. All right, Brian, I hate to do it to you. I hate to do it no, to I, you. I know you're on the Seminoles. The Gators are banged up, well, brother. Well, I get, it. I get it. I'm not on the Seminoles for the full game. I'm right. taking Florida State second half team total over 16 and a half. All right. And I'm going to tell you why. Did you say sec- second half? Yeah. Okay. Just uh, team total points, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Florida State is up big, right, at halftime, I think that they'll continue to score because oh, they, don't yeah, get they-, the, they don't give any opportunities to blast Florida. No. If it's close, I love this play even more. Getting right. it under 17, right? Under that key number there, I really think two touchdowns, a field goal, like almost any game script, I'm good in. 
if Florida's blasting Florida State, there's an opportunity to steal points, right? So I think that it's kind of almost game script proof. I'm going to take them second half team total over 16 and a half. All right. Today, are you ready for this? I've got a nugget for you. You always come with great stats. I've got one for you. Let me hear it. I'm going to take Tulane, Cincinnati today over, what is it, 44 and a half? Yep. Over 44. That's low. What's the weather going to be doing, Gia? Well, that's the question. Now, it's not horrible by any means, but it could be, you know, could be not great. Right. Get these stats. All right. (laughs) Tulane has lost 61 straight games to AP-ranked opponent teams. Wow. Their last, the last time they beat an AP-ranked team was 1984 against 19th-ranked Vanderbilt. It's a fact. Vanderbilt was ranked 1984? Yeah. Yeah. I was doing research. Yeah, I I was doing some research (laughs) yesterday on this game on some other other angles, Uh and I was was just digging it up, and and it kept getting crazier. All right, now Cincinnati, they have won 50 straight games as the betting favorite. Now, I'm not saying covered, but they are 50 and 0 straight up in their last 50 games as the favorite, including well, 32. It's a, it, yeah, 32 it's, a baby, it, it's a baby line, so I think straight up stats are relevant when it's a number that small. Yeah, so I'm playing the over. It has nothing to do with <laughs> either of those whatsoever. But those I just are still very good stats. Phenomenal. Like I was reading it and I was like, that can't be real. Yep, that's real. So, anyways, I'll play the over here. I think both offenses are gonna get it going. I think you're gonna see both teams really pressing the issue here. Um, Tulane, <clears throat> excuse me, clearly has good defense, right? But mm, Cincinnati can get after it. So yeah, low number, 44 and a half. I'm gonna play the over on that is, one. Uh, is yeah, that game today or is that game today or tomorrow? Yeah, today. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. Weather's not a factor. Uh, is it tonight or afternoon? Uh, you know? Afternoon. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. You're um, good. I think. I think it's afternoon. I think. Okay. I'll check on the yeah, time. Yeah. 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 Fifty-five degrees. Uh. No. No rain. No snow. Yep. All right. Next Saturday, Iowa State, TCU, under forty-seven and a half. <clears throat> Iowa State's played the same game eleven times this year. It's the same game. They're not very good, but they drag you into the pits of hell. And just, you know, you talk about, like, making a game a rock fight, right? Like what the Patriots before last night had done the last three to where it's just hideous football. That's what Iowa State does. TCU had the scare last week. I think TCU wins. I think TCU, like, probably covers. But over 47 and a half, like, I could see this being legitimately a 27 to 14. You know what I mean? 24 to 10. Like, I don't see this being a super high-scoring game. So I'm going to take the under 47 and a half. Last one. You brought it up. LSU, Texas A&M. Under 47 and a half. I don't see Texas A&M scoring many points at all. No. And Brian Kelly, old school coach. Win the game. Get the hell out of there. Stay healthy. Yep. Got a bigger one yep. next week, right? We don't have to score 40. Yeah, we just keep you under 14. So I'm going to play the under 47 and a half. I think it's going to be it's going to be kind of similar to LSU Arkansas. I think it's going to kind of mirror that game a little bit. LSU might put up more points, especially early. But quite frankly, if they get up early, like if it's kind of a blowout at halftime, even better because they'll just come out and just run the damn ball, right? Run the clock, get out of there. So. I, I forgot to mention um, 
So A-Chain might be back for A&M, but he's not going to be 100% healthy. And, no. and Evan Stewart, their best wide receiver since Anaya Smith got hurt, uh, he missed last week's game too. He's supposed to play this week, but I don't know that either of those guys are 100%. So, And there's those are the two best offensive weapons they've got. Yeah, and I don't think that – well, quite frankly, I don't think anyone in that locker room cares. I think they're mm-hmm. I think I think the only clock that they're looking forward to is when that clock ends and the season is over. Right. What's Bark what's Barkley say? One, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if the college guys are making it to Cancun. But. Well, they're looking at something. I don't think it's that game. I don't think that they're looking forward to it. I think they're just ready for this thing to be done with, man. So those are my plays. All right. Now, speaking of something you're ready to get forward to, Omaha Steaks, man. Omaha Steaks, indeed. Fall is in the air, and that means fall grilling with cookouts, tailgate parties, and so much more. Luckily, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall with their mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Now is the perfect time to load up on all this incredible flavor and take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their friends and family sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and use our promo code A to Z. That's A-T-O-Z at checkout to get $30 off your order. It's fantastic. Me and Brian have both done it. It's great. You get an entire assortment of foods. They are phenomenal. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com and stock up today. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, son. Guaranteed. And don't forget to score that extra $30 off your order when you use A to Z at checkout. Omaha Steaks, perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights. You won't come close to getting this kind of quality at the grocery store. Visit omahasteaks.com. Promo code A to Z at checkout. Minimum order may be required. All right. Now, Brian, we got Bengals, Titans, Sunday, Nashville. All right. It's a rematch of the fabled playoff game here that probably Nashville residents and Titans fans across the state weren't too fired up about after that game. But you've heard a lot of kind of media talk of, hey, this is the rematch. I don't really buy into all that, right? I think Titans fans, Titans players, everybody wants to beat them. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's like, you know, some hatred rivalry type thing. But I am fired up about the game. And I've got a strong play of how I feel about it. But I'm going to throw it to you first. I want to know, how are you betting this game? So I would really like to know about Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase because those are obviously two of Joe Burrow's best players. Weapons, clearly. Um, They're important. They're very important. Jamar Chase, especially. Um, And I don't – last look, uh, I know Burrow said, what, two days ago? Or maybe it was as early as Tuesday. He said, we're we're planning on Jamar being able to go Sunday. But I I don't think that's anywhere near 100%. Um, Let me me say this real quick. Real quick, just on that. Because I I was digging into it late last night. And, yeah, like there's nothing official on either of them. However – I can't say just from experience, at least with, with Mixon, he usually goes. Even, you know, if he doesn't practice, like, he kind of has that Derrick Henry type feel. Like, right. if it's a banged up week, like, he'll get his rest, he'll get his treatment in. Dude usually goes. And right. same thing with Jamar Chase of what you were saying. It, like, all systems appear to go. But the question is, for both of them, are they 100%? So, sorry, right. continue. Right. Well, I, basically, it is Titans or pass. Um if if Mixon or Chase isn't going, it's Titans. And if both of them aren't going, um, 
It's one hundred percent Titans. Uh, because both of them are, yeah, and, and let me say this for everybody: if they're not looking at it, uh, the the Bengals are here in Nashville. The Bengals are a two and a half point favorite, a total of forty three and a half. So you're saying Titans plus two and a half or nothing, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. And uh, I would prefer getting three. And I think I think if Jamar Chase gets upgraded, that you'll definitely be able to get three. I doubt three and a half, but. Never know. Uh, but so, yeah, it's Titans or pass. If Chase doesn't go, it's 100% in on the Titans. But I, I'm in a holding pattern. I want to know if Chase is going. But Titans revenge angle. They're 3-1 and one, both straight up and against the spread at home. They've been t- terrific as an underdog, uh, which I don't have those exact numbers in front of me. But while Alan's talking, I'll dig them up. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got them in front of me right here. You ready go for right this? Go right ahead. Yes. All right. Get this. Okay. All right, well, never mind. I had him. I lost him. All right. So, uh, essentially, on uh, eight-plus days rest in the regular season, Mike Vrabel, 9-0 straight up, 9-0 against the spread. Um, the one thing that's interesting, all right? So, <laughs> the only team, and this wasn't in the regular season, was the Bengals. Mike Vrabel, I don't believe, has ever beat the Bengals in this head coach. Like, it's one of the very few that he hasn't. So that being said, Titans 9-0 straight up, 9-0 against the spread, regular season games with eight-plus days rest, which they have, obviously, coming off of that Thursday game. Uh, they are 5-0 following a bye week, 4-0 following a mini-bye, which is this current situation of this one right here. All right, so all that being said, look, I'm taking two plays. One, the over, 43-and-a-half. I, I, think, I think the Titans are finding success week after week. Their offense is getting much better. Ryan Tannehill is finding time back there with an offensive line that, I mean, everybody watching right now understands what time it is with that offensive line. It's been horrible. But you're getting him a little bit more time, and you're starting to see it. That ball's moving down the field. Derrick Henry's going to get his. I like the Titans scoring. And quite frankly, I mean, the Titans defense is playing out of its mind. But I think the Bengals are going to score too, right? Like, I think this is one of those teams that just weirdly, like, they both kind of don't match up like, well on, on either side, offense, defense, defense, offense, right? Um, I think we're I think we're sailing over 43 and a half points. Number two. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say the over's 4-0 and 1 uh, run for uh, the Bengals, and their last two have had 67 and 63 combined. So yep. that certainly bodes well for your over. Yeah, yeah, nice. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals will score, but, dude, they'll give up points too, right? And the Titans are going to have offensive success here. And – Let's also say, while we're waiting on something, we do have to wait and see what the situation with the offensive coordinator is going to be. I do not know. Wait, for who? The Titans, Tennessee. Oh, wait. Yeah, okay. I, I saw that headline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, like, there's been no ruling. There's been no, like, nothing official. Vrabel's rolling with him. I I, I don't know. I, I I'm not worried about it. I think if he does call it, probably has the game of his life. Because you pretty much need to do that after yeah. an arrest like that. And if it's not, that guy probably wants that job, right? So, anyways, we'll, we'll see on that. But I'm going to play that. I'm also going to play I'm gonna play the Titans team total. Over 20 and a half. Get it under that key number 21, all right? Three touchdowns, you hit. Two touchdowns, three field goals, you hit. Just got to get to 21 points or more. I think the Titans do that. So, I will play both of those there. All right. Now, any thoughts on those, Brian? Uh, sound good. Uh, 
And uh, Titans uh, four and one against the spread as an underdog this year with three outright wins, but they're four and zero oh in their last four as an underdog with three yeah. outright wins. All right, all right. Now let's move on to another local game here. We got Tennessee at Vanderbilt. Tennessee a thirteen and a half point favorite on the road in Nashville. All right. We all saw what happened with Tennessee last week, South Carolina. We've all read the reports what may or may not have happened in the locker room on the practice field for Tennessee that week. Not going to go into it because we don't want to put anything out there that is incorrect. That being said, Brian, I'm going to throw it to you. Does Tennessee bounce back this week? And they've got a new quarterback in there. Well, Joe Milton, he started. I think it's going to be, what, his third or fourth start that he's made in his career at Tennessee. Um, so it's not like he's brand new. Everybody knows who he is. But does Tennessee bounce back? How do you see this game? Vanderbilt playing out of its mind right now, by the way. Yeah. Um. So this game was lined uh, in some games of the year at like 31, just like three weeks ago. Now, um, Hendon Hooker's a great quarterback, but I don't know that he's a, a 14 to 17 point, you know, drop to Joe yeah. Milton. Like Joe Milton is really talented. He's got great size. He's got great athleticism, you know, elusiveness, speed. He can run it. I mean, he had that long run against Pitt last year, like 70-plus, where I was like, dang, Dude, I, didn't know he had, I didn't know he had wheels like that. Hey, let me, let me say this. He does, and obviously, we all, you know, he has a, uh, just an absolute nuclear cannon. Like, and I want you to keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but him at the scouting combine is going to confuse a ton of scouts. They're not going to know what to do with him because they're going to look at him and say, uh, okay, this guy has a rocket for an arm. No idea where it's going. Like, he, he fits so many boxes and also is outside of so many boxes. So, anyways, I, like, I cannot wait for those scouting reports. It's going to be fascinating. Yeah, the, the, ac- the accuracy box is what you're noti- noting yeah. that he's outside of. But you know what? We haven't – so, we've only seen a small sample size, and I'm sh- it was all garbage time and maybe against backup defenders. But in the small sample size we have of him this year – He's looked pretty good, 23 of 33, 69.7 completion percentage, 573 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions. He hasn't run it much, but he's uh, run it seven times for 72 yards, 10.3 yards per carry. So we really haven't seen him much since like September of last season. So maybe the accuracy has improved. I mean, he knows he's got this game and the bowl game to establish himself as the starter for next year, or if he doesn't play well, he probably got to hit the portal again or know he's got to battle for a job in the spring and, and beyond. So uh, we're going to get a highly motivated Joe Milton. And um, now is, is Tillman uh, Tillman's not listed on the injury report. Did he, didn't he get banged up late last week? Do you, is there any injury issue with him? Do you know? Not, not that I know of anything okay. confirmed. I mean, it's one of those to where, yeah, people got banged up. Right, and I'm not but, saying quote unquote on him. I'm just saying, right. You know how those games go when it's blowouts. It's like, just get me the hell out of here. You right. I mean? Yeah. So yeah, if everybody is all systems go uh, with the exception of hooker, then, uh, then I think it's Tennessee as long as it's 14 or fewer and 13 and a half at last look. So uh, my lean is to Tennessee. I'm not saying for sure that I'll be on it, but if I had to pick it, it would be Tennessee. Yeah, I agree. I've already played at 13 and a half because I think it's going to go back to 14, especially if you wait till Saturday. Like, if you're going to play Tennessee, do it now at 13 and a half. Yeah. Um, they're definitely going to get money. Vanderbilt's gotten some already, but I, I think that, like, 13 and a half, that, like, that's where your sharp kind of money is going to come because, look, like what you just said, one, I do believe that Tennessee bounces back just as a team. 
right? Like they've said the right things. They've done the right things this week. There's really no concern that I have in regards to that. Um, they all understand what happened, but this locker room also wants to finish it strong and finish it correctly. Right. And let's be clear that although it's technically a road game, it will be a home game. Uh, it will be a fans. Home game. There will be at least 70% Vols fans. I mean, you, you've probably been to a Tennessee at Vandy game. I mean, last week it was probably 60% Gator fans, if not 65. So is it more like 75% Vols fans? Oh yeah, it's bad. Like it, it could get bad. And especially look, I was good. I was, I'm glad that you said that because it's a perfect segue to that forever, especially the last 20 years with Tennessee football, when they've gone through all kinds of just insane coaches and, bad situations the one constant are tennessee fans like they do oh, yeah. they show up you could uh, you could put a game on the moon yep. they show up they and they're going to show up there and they're going to support the team and finish this thing strong i think that you've got a strong locker room uh joe milton like josh heupel's did a great job of making sure that you know obviously hooker was the quarterback and the guy but milton was right there right like you notice all the uh you know, uh, decisions that were made in regards to uniforms and all the uh, kind of new things that they would do this year. You noticed on all the pictures, it was Joe Milton that they would put out there. And it was smart by Heupel to say, you're a leader of this team too. Like, we're going to need you at some point. And lo and behold, going to need you at some point, right? So I think that, yeah, like, I, 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 quite frankly, I think that Tennessee probably wins this game like, if they won by more than 20, it would not surprise me. No, not at all. Like, not at, at all. all. Like, I think Tennessee comes out, does their thing. Now, with the offense, it's definitely going to be condensed down a little bit. Not all that much, because really with Heupel's offense, right, it's 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 a veer option. It, it's a veer option offense that passes first, and it's based on stretched out formations, right? So it's like it's not anything that Milton doesn't know. Um, he just doesn't have the touch that Hooker has. But you're going to see a lot of deep balls, like a lot of deep balls, because that is one thing that Milton can do. You'll see him run the ball, and you'll see Tennessee want to run the ball. So I, I'm, I'm babbling there. Give me Tennessee 13 and a half. Like, I, uh, barring a disaster, which I do not think is going to happen back-to-back, I'll take Tennessee on that one. All right, now, across the NFL, all right, final segment here on the show. we got NFL games. Sunday, Monday, normal times. Hit me with them best bets, man. What are you looking at? What do you got? All right, I'm a little concerned about the Ravens' injuries. They're really banged up. A lot of guys questionable, but I'm going to play them anyway. And then, you know, if we get some good news on some of these questionable guys later in the week, then I'm probably going to put a little more on them. I've only got a little bit on them right now, but I, I have entered them as one of my picks on Vegas Insider. Baltimore minus three and a half at Jacksonville. The Ravens are four and one, both straight up and against the spread in five road games. And um, their defense is playing a, a little better uh, here in recent weeks. Let's also go with Travis Kelsey's prop. Uh, to go over 78 and a half uh, receiving yards. The over for his receiving yards prop has cashed in five straight uh, Chiefs games and six of the last seven. Uh, he's produced the following uh, receiving yards amounts in the last five that have all gone over. He's had 115, 106, 81, 98, and 108. So Kelsey over. Let's also fade my Falcons uh, with the Washington Commanders minus four. Uh, at home, the Falcons have lost four of their five road games, all of those losses by four 
or more, which is relevant because the line is four. But the Falcons' last two road losses have been by 10 and 18 points. Uh, regardless of venue, Atlanta's in the midst of a one and four ATS slide, uh, whereas Washington uh, has won five of its last six, five, oh, and one uh, against the spread. The only outright loss was when they gave up that 10 point lead uh, in the fourth quarter with 11 minutes left uh, to Minnesota which got back on track last night and I believe is now nine uh, and two. So let's go with the commanders who are also, by the way, uh, sixth in the NFL in run defense. And we know that Atlanta's bread and butter is running the football. And now that Kyle Pitts is out, uh, that hurts Atlanta as well. So I am on the commanders. I am on the Ravens. I'm on Kelsey's. Uh, prop. Uh, what's the latest on Justin Fields? Do you know? Because I'm not convinced he's playing. Uh, I'm not convinced he's playing either. And me I, either. There, there's nothing confirmed. Like we're literally just sitting day to day. But I, I, I yeah, I, I think it's leaning more towards he doesn't play. Right. If play. he is playing, I will consider the Bears plus six. I think that line is a little. Uh, too rich. And by the way, and I should know this and I can look it up right here, but I'm going to ask you, AB, do you know who the Bears backup QB is? Because I'm blanking right now, but I got it right here. Uh, let's see. The uh, Bears backup QB, or at least, oh, Trevor Simeon, who had some decent games to the Saints last year or two. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to keep an eye on the field situation. I, I might be interested in the Bears. Don't play it yet or, or right now. Um, but I, the Jets don't need to be favored by six over anybody, I don't think. And Mike White, first start of the year, you know, we'll see on that. But um, that's about all I got right now, at least that I'm committed to. Um, there you go. <laughs> there, yeah. Look, I, I'm with you, and I, I'm waiting on a lot more props to come out um, before I can, you know, hit them. But I've got two plays so far. All right, I'm going to go to your last one, or your second to last one, the Commanders. Completely agree on that one. If you want to like playing at minus four, a hundred percent, I'm going to play it a different way. I'm going to play commanders team, team, total team touchdowns over two and a half at plus one Oh five. I think the commander scored three touchdowns in this game. Like, wow. So do I. Yeah. Three, like over two and a half at plus one Oh five. Right. Yeah. Like they're, they're going to score three touchdowns in this game. I'm also going to play the Broncos team total over 18 and a half. Gets the Carolina Panthers. Now, it's tough betting on the Broncos' offense. All right, we all know that, but I, I, I don't. I really don't know what the Panthers are going to do in this game. Like the Panthers can run the ball, but the Broncos' run defense is pretty damn good. The Broncos' defense is pretty damn good. All right, they're not going to do anything in the air. Sam Darnold. When was his last start? Last year. Early last year? Yeah, like September. Like, like the Broncos. Mid. Yeah, like the Broncos defense is going to be all over Sam Darnold. They're not going to have any oxygen to run the football. I think that Denver, you're going to see short fields. They're going to create turnovers. They're going to have a couple more uh, drives slash opportunities, right? So that's why I like it over 18 and a half. It's a weird number, but I think the books are thinking the same thing. They're like, uh, yeah, like, Probably gift them, you know, field position twice to punch in touchdowns. You know yeah, what I mean? 
you're betting their team total over, but you but in doing so, you're really just betting on Denver's defense. Yep, am I right? Yeah, hundred percent. That's ex- Brian. You're a smart man. That's exactly what we're Thanks, doing. Brother. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. Is we're betting yeah. on their defense. Yeah, I mean, Darnold's gonna have. It's gonna be hell on earth for him, right? Like, I was looking at that game and I'm like, I can't bet on Denver. But then I'm just like, wait, Denver's defense against Sam Darnold. Uh, that's huge advantage Denver obviously huge like I mean say what you will about the Broncos offense their defense is legit like, oh, they can play for sure you know what I mean yeah they're wasting a horrible or a, a elite Super Bowl ready type defense this year yeah if they could just figure out the quarterback and head coach play caller this could be a like a, a, a decently good football team yeah, that's a pretty good, important things to figure out. Though. Yeah, I, I, I feel like four hundred million dollars worth of you know decisions that you have to make there. But like other than, I mean, they've got weapons and skill position. Like, I mean, they they got to figure out their running back. Like, that's also the difficult part is that you know Melvin Gordon is gone, right? Um, you know, which is you know uh, addition by subtraction because sure. that dude was fumbling in the red zone constantly. But yeah, I love, yeah, I love those looks he was giving Russell on the sidelines. So I, I like those. That whole locker room's a disaster. <laughs> but that's, that's for another show. All right. Before we get out of here, everybody, thank you so much. I uh, hope you had a happy Thanksgiving, happy holiday weekend. I hope you have a good, not a Black Friday as a, you know, a holiday. But if you're off work, you're around family, friends, or you're getting away from family and friends from yesterday, I hope you enjoy. Brian, any final thoughts, picks, comments, concerns before we jump out of here? Stanford, <clears throat> excuse me, Stanford. Uh, minus six against FSU today, 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 up there in Nash, Vegas. Uh, FSU's one and five, but straight up and against the spread in hoops this year. They've lost to Stetson, who's number 254 in Ken Palm. They have lost to Troy, number 162 in Ken Palm. Oh, and both of those games were at home. Uh, they've lost to Florida at home. They've lost at UCF by 14. And yesterday down in Kissimmee, Florida, they got run out of the gym by the Siena Saints by 17, and they were down 17 at halftime and never got closer than 11. Uh, Stanford uh, is only two and three, but they've lost to some uh, some very high quality uh, teams. So I'm going to go Stanford minus uh, six. Now, I think some books are up to seven. And just in general, look to fade Leonard Hamilton's team. They're the nation's biggest disappointment to date. Nice. Well done. And you know what? Sienna, they're always that 13 seed in your bracket. that You're like, oh, yeah, they're advancing. Oh. There uh, you're always yeah. All right. Before we go, would you like to have one present, Brian, an early Christmas present from me to you of just some betting nuggets here on Michigan, Ohio State tomorrow? Would you like sure. that? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Here's one on each team. Ohio State is the only team, only FBS team in the country that has won every game by 10 plus points. Oh. Every sure. one of them. Wow, yeah. okay. Nobody ever talks about it, but they've won every game by 10 or more points. Now, okay. here's another one. If anybody is out there and you can kind of bet props in college, Michigan, they have scored first in every game this season. There you go. There you go. A little I early, bet, early Christmas. I bet, I bet that might be an underdog number uh, against Ohio State if that prop is out there. Yep. I mean, don't you think Ohio State would have the minus on that? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. There we go. Man. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back live next Friday, normal time at 2 p.m. Central. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Cash these tickets, and we'll see you next week.
Best of luck, everybody.